Okay, so letting go is much easier than you think. Unless you think letting go isn't easy. Today, how the snare of never letting go can be located, disarmed, and forever done away with to live our best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, unwavering kinetic believers all over the world. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us today. The email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. If you've got any questions or comments, stephencanyon.com is the website. Miss Meg, greetings to you today. Greetings, sir. Let it go. We're going to be talking about that today. <laughs> Have you ever had anything happen in your life that you had to just let go of? And, and now, before you answer that, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking more specifically of we were talking about earlier today having a green thumb and i remember you telling me the story of planting some flowers or bulbs or something next oh, to the yeah. house when you grew up and you guys yes. went on vacation and yeah i was maybe eight or ten years old and i had what got my i had gotten my dad to take me to ace hardware and mm. i got this huge uh you know box of marigolds to plant box of what marigolds marigolds and so I planted those and I was loving it I, I was it's my first experience gardening so I get them into the ground and they're very small little buds and then we go to the beach for a week and I'm so excited I come back I get out of the car I run around to the house to see how they've developed and the yard guy has mowed them down oh no 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 <laughs> was so sad. I guess so they were they were living they well, were little little flowers well, and I and actually they, have a your really, friends yeah, they were and I actually have a pretty good green <laughs> thumb but uh, growing mm. up, anytime I would plant any, I, I actually had this other experience. I planted this huge uh, yellow bell bush in the backyard. It was really beautiful. And I came home the next day after school and the dog had chewed it down to the Maggie. stump. No. So you were learning <laughs> early on. Let it go. How did you, did you let it go or what, how did you handle um, it? I don't want to put you on the spot. No, was I'm, it, I'm trying to you remember. Learn, honestly, you learned from that, didn't you? I was very disappointed. Oh, I'm, I'm sure so I was sorry. very disappointed, but I, uh, I just kept planting things and, learned that if you don't want anyone to eat your plants, I guess you need a greenhouse. <laughs> mm, I'd love to have a greenhouse, wouldn't you? Oh, doesn't it sound fun? Yeah. Like a little sanctuary. Well, we're kind of isolated up here in the mountains, and we were just sitting out on the the deck right yeah. before doing the podcast, and we were bird watching. Oh, it was so amazing seeing these bluebirds yeah. and Red was, birds and well, orange birds and yellow of, birds yeah. and woodpeckers. Beautiful. And had the, the, the binoculars. Yeah. And uh, it's so, the perfect time of day. Mm-hmm, yeah, true. You know, twilight when they sort of come out to feed on all the bugs and, flying But up around. close with those binoculars. You know, first of all, the bird is about 30 feet away. And then you get these powerful binoculars, field glasses, and you're looking at it, and it's, it's like amazing. a little a newbie bird. I know. It was so fluffy and so, <laughs> so feathery. This is the result of <laughs> isolation, <being> isolation, <laughs> quarantining. <laughs> but, you know, that's not a bad thing. Are you kidding? No, it, it gets bad when you start holding your finger out and trying to call the bird. To <laughs> when you let, think you're let, Snow White. <laughs> when, you, when you think the birds can you hear start, your thoughts. Yes. <laughs> it gets a little weird. <laughs> you need a course correction. Oh, that was oh, fun, though. God, yeah. yeah. So today, the snare of never letting go and why it's so important, Mm. powerfully important to know how to let go of things. 
Satisfaction and gratitude. And we talk about that all the time. Gratitude. Look, mm-hmm. those are necessary. Gratitude is vital for rewilding our lives from dissatisfaction and bitterness. Those things come up just like you go to the beach and you come back and the dog has eaten your favorite bush. (laughs) Or the the yard guys cut down the marigolds. Sure, yeah. Dissatisfaction and opportunity for bitterness and disappointment. We have to rewild our lives from that. That's part of being in the natural. It's part of walking around on planet Earth. Things don't always go as we would like for them to go. So how do we handle that? While good habits are beneficial for advancing our lives, still, look, the people who've obtained the greatest, most magnificent success are mostly average people. Well, what, what's the difference? They're average people with above average desires. And now here's what all productive kinetic believers have in common. We, uh, we have a discipline for not internalizing disappointment, for not internalizing offense, bitterness, or unforgiveness. So because, th- because we understand that, you know what, negative beliefs, negative things, if we, if we hold on to negativities, the, the energetics of negative uh, things that happen in our lives, if we hold on to those and continue to regret that, be angry about it, mad about it, bitter about it, we understand that it will attract like kind to form in our lives. In other words, we will continue to experience the bitterness or the negative thing in other ways. It will manifest in our lives. It's the spinning out of control. You know, it'll go from the cut down marigolds to uh, something else that's cut down in your life to uh, uh, mirror image the thing that you were bitter about, that you didn't let go of. Your life just starts spinning down this negative vortex pathway uh, where like kind attracts like kind. Well, and I like that you're presenting this these moments as really opportunities to make a decision of this path or that path that have very real destinations in sure. life. Well, let's start unpacking this and let's yeah. let's gain some practical knowledge here. The kinetic believer looks within in order to choose their experiences for life, both past, present, and future. We choose our experiences in the way that we will experience whatever is going on in our lives or going on around us. For example, we know that holding on to pain doesn't fix anything. Replaying the past over and over again, replaying the the cutting down of the marigolds over and over and over (laughs) again and again, it doesn't change it. It doesn't, you don't walk out there and all of a sudden there are the marigolds. Why? Because I was... (laughs) I replayed it over and over until they grew again. It doesn't well, change it. Well, you know, I, I was never upset about it, but now that you mention it. <laughs> You're getting pretty darn getting, upset about it. You're getting kind of tipped <laughs> no, off. Burnt, wrong answer. <laughs> We're working on something here, Yeah, Mary. I can see that. Replaying the past over and again doesn't change it, and wishing things were different doesn't make it so. Mm. Holding on to the past will hold you back from creating your best future. Holding on to the past continues manifesting the past rather than who you want to be. Energet- look, energetics are addictive, period. Both positive energetics and negative. Both of them are addictive. Yeah. So that's, that is the conundrum. In other words, painful feelings can be comfortable, especially if they're all somebody knows. 
Yeah. That's all you've ever known is the painful feelings. And there's a place of comfort for a lot of people. Some people have trouble letting go of their pain or other unpleasant emotions about their past because they think that those feelings are just part of their identity. True. And it represents who they are. In some ways, in fact, they may not know who they are without the pain. Mm. And this makes it almost impossible for them to let it go. How can I let it go? That's who I, if I let it go, I'm letting me go is the way that they would think about it. Right. So if you, if you find it hard to let go of the past, um, some bad relationship, you know, you're, you're one of those, some, you're talking to somebody and they say, well, it'll be okay. And you're, you're the, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but, but they did this or, but they said that, or you don't understand what happened to me, whatever it was. Um, or grudges that you may have a hard time letting go of, listen very, very carefully. Practice gratitude and appreciation for who you were created to be and then trust in the process. That's letting go, is that trust. You've got to learn to trust in the process. Define yourself by getting away from every imagined expectation that you believe others have had for you in your past. And then fully embrace yourself as defined by your original genius of purpose. But you have got to know what your giftings are. You've got to know what that genius of purpose is. And uh, in fact, we've, we've got a, a tool on our website that would help you to locate that original genius of purpose that you came into the natural with. Now, when we talk about purpose, we're not talking about what you're surrounded with now. I'm not talking about the job you happen to find yourself in. I'm not talking about, you know, you've got to go cut the grass tomorrow at three o'clock. That's your purpose in life. That's not it. It's what you came into the natural with your natural, regardless of the rest of the planet, essence of purpose that you were born with that makes you uniquely different than anybody and everybody else. You've got to know what that is. Not according to the expectations of anybody else, but through the recognition of what makes you unique. Wow, it's interesting how you're you're basically saying that the, the power of our identity is directly connected to letting go and trusting the process. Trusting the process. Why do we do that? Because it gets us out of the habitual pattern of using our creative dominion to try to control life around us. It was never meant for that. Dominion and authority that we come into the natural with as creative creators is there for us to be able to imagine and and hold on to our desires, to be able to attract the life that we want to live. Look, it's wrong to use the power of our dominion to try and get the outcomes we desire when dealing with other people. And this is one of the biggest stumbling blocks to not being able to let something go. It's because maybe somebody didn't respond to you in a way that you wanted them to. Or maybe somebody cut your marigold tail and you didn't want that to happen. And if you could have, you would have used your dominion to keep it from happening, to keep that person from cutting down your, your marigolds out of your control. Our authority and dominion were given as a free gift by our creator for the purpose of attracting prosperity and health and joy and happiness and all of those things, which should never be a product of what other people are doing or saying or not doing or saying. It was never meant to be used for manipulating other people. You know, it's interesting that yet you're making this point that it was out of our control when it happened in the first place, because obviously that makes me think of childhood and how most of the things that happened to us that were out of our control happened when we were 
children. Um, and so whenever I think of things that, you know, I could have held on to or, you know, the, even the marigold thing, I mean, you're, you're totally vulnerable at these different stages in life. Um, but letting that go, that's so powerful. And that's a really good word, vulnerable, because there is a, a real sense of vulnerability to anybody that would believe to be able to travel through the adventure and journey of life while on planet Earth and think that things are always going to go as expected or planned according to what other people in their own ability to uh, manipulate or control or to mow down marigolds or whatever they want to do. Everybody has a... a, a it's a, a this is a whole nother teaching. I don't want to use the word right because boy, that's going to open up Pandora's box. <laughs> they have a right in the sense that they can do it. You have a right to do whatever you can do. It doesn't make it right. That's another podcast. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> a right to a do ra- something doesn't make it right. <laughs> I thought a rabbit <laughs> okay. hole coming, coming on. And it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. So, no, the beginning to becoming a successful kinetic believer, it means letting go of every expectation where other co-equal creative creators are concerned. Well, and it's interesting, too. This It's almost like we're diving into this idea of balance that you've talked a lot about because... We're, we're getting rid of the expectations of others, but then we're putting even more on ourselves. And so I feel like as we, as you're already moving through this, it's already screaming, we need to find this balance in this process of letting go. That's exactly right. There is a balance in it. And it's almost reversing it on end when we try to understand what our uh, beliefs are, are there to uh allow us to adhere to and rely on for manifesting in our own lives. Most people live with self-limiting beliefs, self-limiting in that they let their beliefs define who they are and their beliefs are constructed from past experiences, experiences with other people and what other people are believing to be true. And so all of this noise, that's what we call it, just a gestation of noise in the world around us, begins forming inaccurately our thought systems and our expectations, our subjective reality, according to the noise of this world of confusing energetics. You got positive vortex of energetics and the negative, and you're you're being tossed to and fro and double-minded, and you're thinking one thing one day because you feel a certain way, and I'm emotional about it another day, and so I feel like doing something different. And there's no commonality to your distinct personality of achievement when we are tossed to and fro by the noise of the beliefs of the world around us. I do find it uh, fascinating how negative energetics will always keep you in this very uh, circular motion and you're experiencing the same things over and over and over again no growth um, decay if anything and then if you're experiencing these positive energetics then that's always this sort of linear forward momentum they're incredibly different in the way that 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 they feel and operate totally different look self-limiting beliefs can be something as simple as somebody that thinks or they say well, I could never do that. Mm. Or I could never make that happen. Well, well, if you say those things, you'll never attract circumstances that will align with your desire to expand, your desire to live your best life, your desire to be prosperous and healthy and joyous and happy and all of those things. 
Stay in your lane, open up your mind, and believe in your best self, regardless of what's going on around you. If you're open to judgment, for example, if you're looking for advice, there will be a lot of people who are going to tell you that you can't do it. They're going to limit your expectations. And and like you were saying earlier, we all grow up with that. My goodness, there are so many people that are out of their lane where dominion and authority is concerned. It was never meant to control other people or to define other people or to tear other people down, to speak negatively into someone's life. Look, the, we're all co-equal creators, but that doesn't mean that we're all behaving like we are co-equal creators in the sense that You'll have people that are limiting you with their judgments and, and weighing in on what is meant to be a masterpiece of creation, something uniquely different. And so, but if you're open to that, because that's always the choice, if you're open to that, then you're going to adhere to that, rely on that, and it's going to limit the kind of life that we're experiencing. So here's the deal. Look, we are all masterpieces, in the sense that our Creator created something very unique, very dynamic and beautiful. You are not supposed to be like anyone else. So quit asking Renoir to demonstrate how Van Gogh should paint. Stop asking Gordon Ramsay to explain how Bobby Flay should cook. He would, though. He would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask him. And if he's, don't listen to him if he volunteers it. Don't ask Winston Churchill to write Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. The masterpiece becomes the kinetic believers um, who look within. And, and it becomes the kinetic believer who falls in love with their original genius of purpose. Look, our taste for the perfect recipe is located within our one-of-a-kind unique desires. The conviction of our articles of faith, which are the kinetic believer's highest viewpoint for desires, the non-negotiable expectation for manifestations, those convictions of our passions, the unconditional love for who we were individually created to be. All of that, look, that is our, um, it's our announcement. It's our proclamation to the world that, you know what? I'm free and I am a creative creator and I was created in the image of the creator and I have the ability to attract the substance of my beliefs to manifest the prosperity for my purpose. Wow, this is incredibly powerful. I love that you started a moment ago by saying, we say to ourselves, quote, I could never, because that is a, a thought process, I think, that comes in all the time. And, you know, it just made me think for a moment about beginnings and how beginning a process in your life can be can it's almost like you can have beginning paralysis and when you relax and you let go it allows you just to relax into this process because when you do look at other successful people you're seeing the end result you're seeing decades of of belief and work at play um i love that picture of jeff bezos amazon in in his garage you know with the hand-painted amazon sign hanging in his garage um but you know that's rarely what we get to see and so i, I just everything sort of jumbling and coming together in this idea that when you let go and relax you can finally begin and you can work your own unique process and the power that's in that of of moving beyond that again it just feels like a paralysis sometimes that's to a begin. great point great point and it feels like a paralysis because again what's happening is most people are looking around and they are measuring their competition yes 
And that you, there's so much of it, and it's in every direction, measuring the competition. How, what will I look like compared to Bezos? And I heard somebody say, yeah, but I didn't have a, I don't have a garage. <laughs> okay. Paralysis. <laughs> look, <laughs> so most people, what? I could, I could be Amazon, <laughs> but I don't have a garage. So perfect. most people, they'll spend a lifetime, an entire lifetime, sad to say, trying to arrange life around them to agree with their personal expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start this, but only when I can get this person to do that, this person to say this, only when I can manipulate the environment, the world around me. Only when, and I can only do it according to the limitations that I'm still carrying with me from what the third grade teacher told me when I was in the auditorium and messed up. And they defined me, and I believed that all my life. I haven't gone through the process of rewilding myself to unbecome those negative source influencers. And so, kinetic believers, what we do is we let go of the idea that we should ever control the actions of other people let it go. The control of others is the abuse of creative dominion. We were put here on the earth to control ourselves and the natural. Now, don't fall into the, to the belief that we're not supposed to have anything to do with the natural around us. We absolutely are with unconditional love. Controlling ourselves with authority and dominion and the natural within our sphere of influence. We were never meant to control other people. And so the abuse of dominion comes in so many different disguises. And we, like we talk about on this podcast all the time, and they are all, but all of them, regardless how, of how it may show up, it is all manipulation. It is all wrong. It, it, and it enables other people to <laughs> remain uh, stuck in their own lack of uh, living their, their best life according to what they would like to see manifesting, including yourself. It goes in both directions. For example, the uh, in, in, in other words, let me just put it this way. Manipulation, it's not always strong-armed. It's not always the tough guy. For example, a common manipulative misuse of dominion is used by the person who thinks and uh, is thinking, okay, if I'll just, I know what, I'll, if I do everything for everybody, then they'll never get mad at me. <laughs> hey, you know, that's manipulation. That's the biggest that's a, load of... <laughs> that's manipulation. Plus, you know what, of course it doesn't work. And people are just going to expect more and take more and they're going to manipulate the manipulator. Usually it's, it's worse. For that person. You've got one big vortex, don't you? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Everybody's manipulating. Here we go. It's a merry-go-round. Here we go. Round Mm -hmm. and round. Mm -hmm. So. Well, and and really quick, um, I think it's so, I love, I love this um, portion right here because, you know, everything that you're telling us, not, that's not our business, basically. Um, It's taking me back to a previous teaching where you really revealed to us um, really that 50-50 uh, the way that the universe works with us and it, and we're and we're in this together and it's not we're not in this by ourselves so when we let go of that you're really in a sense it seems like releasing it to be 
taken care of by the universe because that's not your part that is you're you're not supposed to play that role you are supposed to like you're telling us look within take care of yourself do your part believe work the kinetic belief vortex and the positive vortex and the images that is not your place you're 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 totally out of your lane and and how hilarious is it to think that you can step into the lane of your creator and the universe and play some sort of God role where you're not even supposed to be. That's right. And that's where the paralysis is coming from that you were talking about. The paralysis that is a result of I'm fearful that this person isn't going to respond according to the way that I need them or want them to after I'm through manipulating them. It's all messed up. <laughs> that's all messed up page 81 from the the guided journal that we have available you have nothing to keep right but yourself live in perfect harmony with yourself by conforming to a single continuous narrative created by your desires look the majority seek validation by adopting to the standards of everybody that's around them But we possess a unique, one-of-a-kind purpose for the individual that's within. And until we are at peace with our authentic self, we'll not find rest in the world. Mm, That's beautiful. Look, let it go. And your perfected desires will attract change to your life when you free yourself from being controlled by what other people think about you. Mm. What other people think about me is none of my business. Now, how freeing is that? Remember that, you know what? Happiness is when kinetic belief is aligned by what you think and with what you say and what you do. When the trifecta of belief is in harmony, that's when optimistic happiness becomes us. We cannot attract to manifestation our best life if we're living for the approval of other people. Remember that we're, we're responsible for ourselves, and so we accept the things that we are not supposed to change. Kinetic believers understand the world is advancing toward perfected completion. We know that. that. So that means, just in of itself, that the world is not perfect. It's advancing toward perfected completion. So the world isn't perfect, so we don't lose sleep over its imperfections. And we accept the imperfections as part of a world and universe that's advancing toward perfected completion. I really like how you've expanded the concept of letting go to all of these different channels really in our life. We've covered letting go of others' opinions and letting go of things that are our creators and the universe's responsibility that we should have nothing to do with except believe for. And then also letting go of the past and and so that we can move on and move forward. So this concept of letting go is becoming incredibly holistic in, in finding balance through this process. And this is actually a great topic, isn't it, for the climate that we're all living in right now yes. as we are isolating and, and trying to avoid the, the common way of life while we're figuring out what's next. But in the process mm-hmm. of all of this, I know that a lot of people are looking back. We're looking to the past and going, when are we going to become normalized again according to the way that it used to be? And so when we are actually aligning our energetics with negative source energetics, when we wish things could be the way that they once were, even if, hypothetically speaking, even if we could go back right now, snap our fingers and go back four months uh, into the past, 
four months ago, let's go back to you know December the 1st and start all over. It would still be different because the world is advancing. There is really no such thing as yeah. going back to some call, something called the, the normal way of doing things. The world was different five years ago than it was 10 years ago, than it was 15 years ago. The world is different. Even without a pandemic, the world today would be different than it was four months ago. Every day is a new normal. It's a new normal as the world, even in the the midst of a pandemic, is advancing toward perfected completion. Hmm. And so we accept that. That is the way of life for the successful kinetic believer who meditates to remain true to self in the present moment. This is where the most amazing, adventurous, full, enjoyable life happens. It's where it's manifested. We cannot change the past. And if we want to advance, then we let the past go and we journal our purposeful decisions every single day in order to attract our best lives and our best future. It was about 12... Well, 2008, 12, about 12 years ago, during the uh, housing crisis of, of 2008, mm-hmm. 9, the beginning mm-hmm. of that, I think, yeah. we put together and I held a kinetic belief rewilding retreat in Virginia. And we had about 5,000 people to attend that retreat. Yeah. Huge, enormous turnout. And it was held in a, a football stadium because of the size of it. But even within the energetics of 5,000 people, the commonality of unbecoming the competitive nature of society led those 5,000 individuals as creative creators to embrace their individual unique purpose of genius. And, and while there, even within the collective that was part of this retreat, still singularly, they were able to let go and of every uh, preconceived belief to let all of that go and unbecome all this negative source influence that had resulted in the captivity of the expectations of all of these uh, co-equal creators. So, in other words, the common creative sensibilities of the co-op set free every single individual kinetic believer to begin aligning their desires with each one's original genius of purpose. And we looked around in the world at that time, and there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of fear of the housing crisis, the collapsing economy, and and, uh, escalating prices, just a lot of uncertainty. So um, what ended up happening in the midst of all of that is the individual was able to let go of all of these other concerns, all of these fears, um, fearlessly to the benefit of self and then to others. So at that event, one event, and I I remember because there's 5,000 of us, we let go of negative source influencers to be able to unconditionally love every positive influence. It's not until the vacuum is created where we remove and we let go of all of the judgments all of the negativity, rewilding ourselves to become undomesticated to those influences that then all of a sudden, through the power of unconditional love, the the majesty of the individual, the unique 
genius of purpose within each person begins to flood in. And, and I remember the power of that, of that moment, especially when everybody began receiving the value, the intrinsic value of the giftings of the individual. What a powerful moment that was. It's um it's interesting to hear you talk about creating this vacuum. I want to talk about that a little bit more. So it, are you are you teaching us that in when you let go you are in in a sense creating a space a vacuum for the things that you're believing for to come to come into. Is that correct? Oh, that's that is correct. In quantum physics there's symmetry that takes place where there's an attraction energetic attraction according to uh, like kind attracting like kind. And so if you imagine, if you will, that when we talk about the kinetic energy of belief that we adhere to and rely on, being able to manifest our best desires, what we're actually doing is aligning our energetics. There's the thoughts energetic. There's the, the power of words, which are things that's energetic. And then, of course, the action, when those are in alignment or another way of, uh, of saying it, those are in agreement fearlessly in agreement, no negative source energetics involved in that, then we're actually creating a, um, a vortex, if you will, that is attracting like kind. And so, but if we're harboring negative source influencers or imagine a negative energy, it doesn't mix with positive and so we're out of alignment. Another way of saying that is we become double-minded about something. We might know the better course of action to take, but we're considering the, the opposite. We're considering something else. We're double-minded. We're being tossed around by it. So we're not clear in our thought processes. We haven't written anything down. We haven't gone to our journal and, and imagine from the highest viewpoint, a thought form to be able to hold on to meditatively and expect unwaveringly to show up in our lives. So we've got this negative thing that's kind of bouncing around in there. We're remembering we're being haunted by something a bully told us or maybe the bus driver told us in our commute home from today, from work today or whatever it is, something that we're considering and still thinking about and imagining as being true for ourselves. A lot of times it's self-inflicted. You know, what you just said is a, is a huge point, I think, because this idea of letting go of the negatives by pursuing the positive source energy, that's huge because I think a lot of times we are, our instinct is to, to, in order to let something from our past go, something hurtful, something, a past trauma, something negative, um, you have a sense of, let me focus on this thing. Let me analyze this negative thing so that I can create this depth of understanding and then maybe I can let it go. And that's not it. You're going to rid yourself of that thing by chasing after the positive source energy, by seeing the, that perfected version of yourself. That's huge. Well, if you're, an, if you're analyzing it, then you're observing it. And if you're observing it, you're considering it. And remember in quantum mechanics, quantum physics, even the, the simplest act of observing something changes it. There's power in observation. So yes, to your point, we cannot analyze it. And, or in other words, mull it over and over and think about it. Well, why did they say that? Or I should have said this. You know how we do. And mm -hmm. Like I was starting to say, a lot of people, they are there. Uh, they inflict themselves. They have these, these thoughts that they will generate. And uh, condemnation, thoughts of condemnation. Well, I'm just so unworthy. I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough money. I, I wasn't born on the right side of the tracks, whatever it is, self-defeating, um, 
inner dialogue yeah. and conversations that we have with ourselves. So you can't do that. How do we do it? We cast down negative thoughts and imaginations by speaking positive affirmations. And that's how we let things go. But that's the vacuum that you were asking about. We create a vacuum yes. when we rid ourselves of those negative energetics to fill up with the positive. Mm -hmm. And now that's when dynamically things begin to happen. We're manifesting a prosperity. We're manifesting the genius of ideas. We're manifesting our original purpose. We're manifesting great relationships and happiness and joy and health perfected. We're becoming strong and dynamically purposeful. And while we're here in the land of the living, when we rid ourselves of these negative energetics, creating a vacuum for the positive to come flooding in and the symmetry of our expectations, attracting like kind, advancing ourselves, expanding our territory to become more of what we are desiring to be. This, this teaching right now, and this concept of attracting like kind is really giving me such a strong image of, of this, this idea that situations and circumstances are just this really small flicker of a flame. And our words and our response to that flame, are it's going to be the accelerant. And when you pour on these words of negative or positive, you're, you're quite literally turning something so small and benign into almost an inferno of either positivity or negativity, but that's all coming from us. And that's all coming from within because everything is this exponential reproduction of like kind. That's exactly right. And that's one of the biggest challenges for a lot of people is, you know, somebody says something about what you are wearing in a negative way, maybe at the, at the office and you carry that with you. Why did they say that? They don't like me. Maybe they don't like what I did. Maybe they don't like who I am. They just, and, and it goes, and you build, and, and it snowballs. And all of a sudden, this these negative energetics are becoming you because you cannot, or you did not, you can, but you didn't let it go. You didn't cast it down. You don't see it for what it is, but the, the practitioner of kinetic belief, the one who's mastered kinetic belief and the universe around them sees it for what it is. You've got the proper lens on because this is a way of life for you. And you're journaling every single day. You're journaling what you expect your life to become. And you're gratefully in the present tense, receiving it done according to how you imagine it to be. And so you've got the proper lens on for those negative comments when they show up or negative actions or the middle finger in traffic or whatever it is, you never internalize that because you see it for what it is. And now you're being set free from some things. I have to say, everything that you just said, it, it's so powerful because it, it took me from... Because I feel like through the podcast so far, we've you've been taking us step by step, sort of holding our hand through this depth of understanding of how to let go, what it means to let go, why that's important, sort of the nuts and bolts of this whole process. But then all of a sudden you've brought it full circle so that we realize that letting go is a posture. It's not necessarily just something that you micromanage. It's a way of life. It's a posture. It's a perspective that you're telling us to have on life, on negativity, on people, on positivity. It's, it's, it's that uh, holistic mindset that mm. you keep taking us back to. I love that. Yeah. Posture. That's a good word. A mm -hmm. And a holistic posture, if you will. That's one of the best ways to let go is to attract our, our desires is posturing ourselves to not take ourselves too seriously. <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> 
(laughs) Stop taking yourself so freaking seriously. I always think that is the ultimate secret weapon. Isn't it? (laughs) Yes. This allows us to relax and it allows you just to enjoy life's journey. You know, I laugh with myself and I laugh at myself all the time. Well, and you're right. It's it's incredibly empowering um, to to sort of have this nice pairing of, you know, aggressive positivity while also relaxing into, like you're saying, not taking life so darn seriously. Life is fun if we are. Yes. Life is so much fun if we are. What is it your mom said the other day? She said, uh, uh, yeah, all these people who say they're bored. I just got nervous. Oh, <laughs> no. she, I've I don't heard know. Her, what did I've, she say? I've heard her say it a lot. And she said the other day, one of her friends called and said that they were bored. And she said, well, if you're bored, you're probably boring. Well, that's true. Go mom. <laughs> I love that. Enjoy yourself and let the rest go. Mm-hmm. Look, it doesn't matter if others get you or not. Don't worry about that. We don't perform for others. We perform for ourselves. And everybody else is going to benefit from that. Just before we were all told that we needed to isolate and get away from each other, uh, it was my birthday. And so we were with another couple. And uh, (laughs) you remember, I, I got this really long sparkler. And I'm running around the backyard and I'm swinging the sparkler around. And I'm going, I'm 60. I'm 60. Happy birthday, me. I'm 60. And I'm just, <laughs> and, did I care? And note, you were the only one up out of oh, your yeah, chair. Nobody, nobody else. They're, they're, yeah. <laughs> I'm, but I'm leaping and jumping and running. I didn't care. And then I lit off a firework and I lit the fuse and ran away like Jerry Lewis. I didn't care. I'm having a great time. Listen, fear holds us back from enjoyment and from doing a lot of things that are different, a lot of things that are adventurous, because fear, fear of what other people may think or not think or say or not say, it closes our minds to possibilities, not only for the present, but for our future. And it locks us into our comfort zone. Most of the negative energetics of fear will fill you with doubt and the what ifs that imprison people. The more we do to get out of our comfort zone by holistically imagining the life that we could inventively be experiencing, knowing that if we can imagine it, that the substance of our imagination, which already exists in the universe, we purposefully do this as a way of life and the the negative energetics of fear will absolutely dissipate. Mm. For our best life, we think, we speak, and we do the bigger. This is how we grow. This is how we advance. And this is how we dynamically succeed. Look, find your passionate, creative voice and share with others what you are imagining to think and desiring to feel in an original way. Never underestimate the creative power that we can access by intentionally letting those things in life that are not in alignment with our best desires go. Why is this so vital? It's because resentment and the unwillingness to forgive, it'll keep a person locked into their past and it'll prevent you from moving forward with your life. Remember, what we choose to observe will continue to become us. When we forgive, we aren't doing it for the other person. We're doing it for ourselves. That's the reason that it's paramount that we forgive and let go. Wow. Look, the kinetic believer understands that we are not what happened to us. 
We are what we choose to become. Kinetic believers understand that we're not what other people say about us. We're not, we are not some physical pain that's trying to become us. We are not our past. We are not our uh, negative emotions. It's the negative ideas about ourselves and the hurtful inner dialogue and the negative narratives, the negative source energetics of self-talk that get in the way of who people really want to be. Being able to let go, it requires mastering the creative power of kinetic belief, which will rewild anyone to unbecome negative influencers and then to rather uh, become undomesticated from the noise of the world in order to experience the best life of prosperity and good health and joy and happiness. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, dare to live the life that you've dreamed for yourself. Go forward and make your dreams come true. And isn't it interesting that it's actually considered to be daring to live the life you dream about? Yes. It's daring because the majority are afraid. They're fearful to adhere to and rely upon their dreams. You're swimming upstream if you're doing that, always going against the majority. Afraid of what people will think. Yeah. Afraid of being different, for goodness sakes. You are different. You're masquerading when you are alike. Mm. Let it go, and your perfected desire will manifest. Align your thoughts with your words and your words with your actions. Kinetic believers get results by attracting the substance of their beliefs in gratitude. An affirmation that says, I'm just so sick, and I'm, I'm really tired of being broke all the time. Why isn't the law of attraction working for me? Why doesn't anybody else care? Why, does, why doesn't anybody care about me? Look, most of us have said things like that before, and we also know that affirmations like that don't work. It doesn't matter if you've written it down and you're calling it an affirmation or not. If you're saying it, if those are words you're speaking, that's an affirmation, and it's creating life. Words like that don't attract the manifesting power and provision of creative substance that are working for your good. Thoughts and words like that leave us as sick and broke as we were when we first said them. Why is that? It's because those kind of negative energetics produce after their own kind. And so complaining, look, complaining manifests more of what a person complains about. A lot of people know that kinetic belief, um, they just, and they believe that, you know what, because I know how this works, I, I just assume that I can simply have anything I desire. A lot of people will do that with the law of attraction. Well, I I've understand the law of attraction. I saw the movie The Secret, so if I desire it, I can have it. Wrong. That's not the total sum of how we manifest the good that we desire. It's our confession of belief that creates the life that we will experience. In other words, the words we speak in alignment with our thoughts and actions create. It's the literal translation of a manifesting confession is to say the same thing that we think and do. And if there's anything in the past that hasn't been let go of, it's still present and accounted for. And it will create and it will manifest. In light of this wisdom, I want to ask you something right now. What do you believe will happen for you as a creator with authority and dominion to believe and then see when you say things like, I'm sick, 
or I'm hurting, or gosh, I'm broke. Now, what do you think is going to happen for you when you say those things? Now, remember, you're a creator. You have authority and dominion. And you say, I'm sick. You say, I'm hurting. Or, I'm broke. Because we are creators who imagine to see those kinds of professions. Like it or not, sickness, pain, and poverty are not things that happen to you. They happen for you. They're part of the negative energetics within the universe that's both digressing and expanding at the same time. The kinetic believer, the successful one, is aligning themselves with the expanding in order to advance toward the abundant life. As a master of kinetic belief, we have absolute victory in every area of life. And the problem is, it's never with what's available. That's not the problem. The problem is simply with someone's holistic expectations to receive more than they could ever think of or imagine. Imagine right now that all is well with you in your life, right there where you are, because it is. So imagine that. There's no more noise. The argument, the confusion, the distractions, they're gone. They don't really exist unless you think they do. And so right now, we don't think they do, so they don't. Imagine that. All is well. Say this out loud. Say, I let go. I let go. So there's room for something better to come in. So there's room for something better to come in. I let go of the past. I let go of the past. And so I welcome the new and exciting now. And so I welcome the new and exciting now. I find that letting go is easy. I find that letting go is easy. I am now more than ever willing to let go. (laughs) I am now more than ever willing to let go. I let go and allow the genius of the higher viewpoint for my life. I let go and allow the genius of the higher viewpoint for my life. To move toward me and for me. Move toward me and for me. I release the past. I release the past. And move forward with my life. And I move forward with my life. I release the past. I release the past. And move forward with my life. And I move forward with my life. The past has been released. The past has been released. And I'm moving forward with my life. I'm moving forward with my life. I release the past. I release the past. And I embrace the present for my best life. I embrace the present for my best life. And it's available to me now. And it's available to me now. Boom. Mic drop. Uh, Let it go. (laughs) Let it go. I feel like everyone listening and myself included just wants to break into the Let It Go song. Let's do it. I'll take the harmony. I don't think I've, I've, I've never <laughs> even seen the that. movie, but I, how do I know the song? <laughs> uh, who does it, right? How is that Great even possible? Song. So um, I have a, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. I have a question for you. It's a left field question. So in the past, you have taught us that um, optimism it has so much to do with looking forward to something, to looking to the future and anticipating that that positive source energy happening. Um, and I read an article yesterday about, in this in this pandemic and everyone's so deeply isolated that um everyone seems to be experiencing these very low low energy levels and they give a few reasons for that um you know we ping off of each other's energy so that's gone um just the spontaneity of even doing simple errands that that is gone um so i just want to hear from you how how are you keeping your personal energy up 
and not just positive, but just those energy levels up in in this very unique uh, situation that we find ourselves in. I am pinging off the within. My chosen beliefs, the lens for my life is coming directly right out of my Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal, where I am journaling my highest viewpoint for thought forms and expectations because that is the gratitude for my present tense life that I am expecting to receive and live right now. In fact, that is the fact of my life. That's the truth in my life. And that's what I'm pinging off of, and that's where my energetics are. And so I'm not receiving my... Uh, optimism or lack thereof by news, negative source information, by what I see or don't see, hear or don't hear. It has nothing to do with the senses and what I can actually sense around me. Never does. It's what my chosen beliefs are as a kinetic believer, and I'm pinging off of that, and I'm responding to that, and I'm grateful for that, and it's in the present tense. And so all of my freedom, all of my successes, all of my optimism is based upon what I expect to see and receive right now in the present tense according to my desires. I love that, that that, that positive high level of high, high output energy is just like anything else, and that you can manifest that through gratitude and through journaling. Um, I, I love that concept. Okay, very cool. Sure. Thank well, you. you know, I wrote the Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal to help others establish their personal articles of faith as well. Anybody can do this. It's not just me or you, Meg. Anybody. We're all co-equal creators. All of us have the ability to be the one percenters, living the most dynamic, impressive life that you can possibly enjoy Mm. while here. In other words, genius exists within every single person. There's no such thing as common. There's only average. And the purpose of the guided journal is to advance life by attracting to manifest um, for the mind, body, and soul perfected completion, moving toward that, advancing, experiencing, enjoying life. Look, to not be able to experience while here on earth whatever you desire is to cease from being optimistic and to decrease, to diminish in alignment with negative energetics. So the master of kinetic belief has peace and joy and happiness while enjoying prosperity, which has nothing to do at all with a pandemic or any of the world's economies or what other people are saying or not saying. It has nothing to do with that at all. Dreams and visions are the guideposts for blueprinting the perfected life through the kinetic belief 100-day Law of Attraction Guided Journal. Wow. Well, after today, I don't think any of us are um, going to be worried about getting tripped up by not letting go anymore. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I dare you to not we let go. We need to talk again. Yeah, that's so funny. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Yeah. And if you got questions or comments, kineticbelief at StephenCanyon.com gets an email to us. And if you are looking for more interaction with other like-minded kinetic believers, there is a wonderful private Facebook group. You can access it through the website and um, you just have to answer answer a couple questions there and then you can join and have access to all the fun kinetic believers and everyone's posting and commenting and and sharing stories sharing ideas it's a beautiful place really i got an idea what can i share a, uh, a page out of your drawing book and maybe a couple of 
colored pencils. Let's go out on the deck and both pick out a bird and let's draw it. <laughs> okay. You want to do it? Yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Sounds like a really nice evening, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> well, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. I can't wait for next time. Bye.